Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly presented by Whiskerware Apparel. Along with Doc Lang, I'm Lyle Stokes, pretending to be Dieter Melhorn tonight, and happy Halloween to everybody. <laughs> How's it going, Doc? Uh, it's, it's cold here in Ohio. <laughs> oh, come on, man. You was out fishing today, wasn't you? Uh, no, I was at work. I was out fishing oh. Saturday. How did you do? Lousy. Well, I caught fish, but not the big fish that I wanted. I got to watch the weigh-in on that. It was a pretty pretty good weigh-in. Uh, Willie and Stacy got it going on, ain't they? Yeah. Yeah. They are. I don't know where they were at. I think they might have gone up to the dam. So... Um, I think the top three boats were at the dam. Well, they uh, looked to me like they had a really good time and and uh, done really well. So, uh, yep. you know, congratulations yeah. to them the guys. Three boats were at the dam. It, uh, it rained, snowed, sleeted. The sun came out for about 15 minutes, warmed everything up, and then it says, see ya. And <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it went back under, and then it started raining again. It, it, it was more or less miserable most of the day. But I had a good time. Now, there you go. That's, that's what we do it for. I mean, everything, yeah. get your fish, and everything else is just a bonus. So Dieter Melhorn. He, he should know that I'm trying to be Dieter Melhorn tonight. It's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We, we got a big show lined up tonight, everybody. We, uh, Glenn with Rig Wraps is trying to get in. He's had some computer problems. He's trying to get it fixed. If he gets in, he'll join us and uh, be in the show a little later. In the meantime, we have Steve Douglas and John Adams in here with Monster Rod Holders uh, and with Warrior Cat Rod. So we're going to go ahead and start our show uh, and visit about pro staffs a little bit now. Uh we got a bunch of stuff to go over tonight and a lot of stuff to talk about. And some of the stuff we're going to talk about is what people uh, expect from guys wanting in a pro staff, how they go about it and, and what, what uh, perspective uh, people in the pro staff that are, that have businesses that do pro staffs, what they expect from guys and, and what, what guys can expect from them in return uh, and some stuff. So, uh, you know, I think this is going to be something that a lot of people are interested in. Some people aren't interested. Some people don't have any desire to be on a pro staff, and that's perfectly fine. It does not make you any less or more of a fisherman if you are or not, because let's face it, some of the best fishermen in the world, they just support themselves. And uh, I just, you know, when Glenn come with to me with this idea, I thought it was a great idea for a show. And uh, he had told me that John had come up with the idea. I said, well, let's, let's get John on here and we'll get a couple guys and we'll make this happen. And uh, we've been working on this for about a month and uh, maybe a little longer. I, I still think it's, it's a great format and something that, that people have tons and tons of questions with. And uh, we'll try to answer as many of them as we can. Um, John, let's start with you tonight. Uh, what is it that you look for when, when somebody uh, <clears throat> approaches you about a pro staff position? And by the way, welcome to Catfish Weekly. Good to be here, guys. Um, you know, we, we get approached a lot. Uh, we, we probably get anywhere from 100 to 200 emails a month uh, requesting to be pro staff. And, and of course, uh, as you guys can attest, uh, you know, the budgets are small, so we have to uh, be real selective. Uh, some of the things we look for, one of the first things I look for is, um, you know, it, does this person use our products currently? 
Um, and th that's one of my big things now that we've been in the business for a couple of years is uh, I really want someone uh, first and foremost that believes in our products and that has used our products. Um, and then, you know, from there, you need someone with a good platform uh, to promote your products. Um, I'm not sure everybody else's take on it, but when I, when I hear the word pro staff, uh, you know, I don't think professional catfishermen. I think uh, promotional staff. Um, and, and I think a lot of people get confused with that term. That's how we see it here at, at Warrior Cat. Uh, we're not looking at, uh, is this guy the best cat fisherman in the world? We're looking at what can this guy do to help promote our products? Um, you know, so, so that, that's first and foremost is, you know, what kind of relationship do we currently have with the, with the individual? Um, and how can that person help promote our products and get them out to the masses? So, uh, we kind of start there and, you know, uh, try to, if we don't currently have a relationship with the individual, then we try to develop some sort of relationship with the individual to see if they're a fit for, um, what I like to call the pro the warrior cat family. You know, we're a family. We're not just a bunch of cat fishermen that, uh, that, that go out and use a certain rod. We're a family, you know, we, my particular pro staff, we do a lot of behind the scenes chatting and, and helping each other out and helping uh, uh, Warrior Cat out. And, you know, so that that's first and foremost. We need to make sure we have the right fit uh, for the type of uh, group we have. So there's a lot more that goes into it, but that's kind of the first couple things that come to mind that I look for um, is, you know, how can they help us promote the product? Uh, are they a current customer? I uh, always try to try to use my current customer pool if possible. Uh, obviously, as a new company a couple years ago, that's not possible. But as we build, we have a lot of guys that are truly dedicated to our brand uh, that are not pro staffers. So if we have opportunities to pull those guys in, that's where we want to start. Absolutely. That, that's a great outtake on that, John. Steve, uh, what is it that, that you look for when someone approaches you about pro staffing? consistency uh pretty much can you know you, you get on facebook and see a lot of up-and-coming fellas uh, I, i'm a little bit different i think you know i, I want to help the guys but i want to watch them for a little bit and see how they're going to do uh, it's about 10 years and i've had a lot of guys promise me the moon and uh, you know a year later they're doing something else and i've done invested a lot of time energy and money into them uh, and, and they're not anymore, or or they've moved on. Uh, but consistency, I mean, a lot of guys, I, I'm like John, I get, I don't get 100 a month, but I, I get quite a few requests. Uh, but I like to, you know, want them to use my product. I, they're just not going to give them stuff if they're not used to my product, which we get a lot of requests for that too. So I like consistency. I want to make sure that they're going to be there for the long haul. Yep. Yep. I understand exactly what you guys are both saying. I have, uh, I have a little bit of stuff that, that is important to me. If we do pro staff stuff, um, number one, they have to believe in our product. If they don't believe in our product there, there's, if they haven't used it, don't know what it's all about. Uh, that's an instant turn off for me. They have to have a good online presence and, and uh, one thing I always tell guys, you do not have to be a tournament fisherman, but you sure enough, even if you are, you do not have to, 
who go out and win every tournament. That's not as important as as being accessible to people, being able to answer a question about my product. It, uh, mm -hmm. You know that that's really really important to be able to tell people about. It. Uh, if you tournament fish, that's great, but you have to have the professional appearance online, offline, at tournaments, wherever you're at, you at, must conduct yourself as a complete, unadulterated professional every time. Uh, you can't have a conflict of sponsors. You, you, there, there cannot be a conflict of sponsors. And one of the things that I didn't used to do that I do now is I ask for a list of those sponsors. Because there is uh, a sponsor to company that sponsors people that I won't be a part of someone if they are a part of their company. It just, that's never going to happen. Uh, it just doesn't work out. And that doesn't mean uh, it's a rod company because actually in all reality, that's the furthest thing from, from the truth. Uh, but I would expect them to use our products exclusively. Um, the first thing that I want when, when somebody approaches me is I want them to send me a resume and it doesn't have to be like a job interview resume, but it has to tell me where you've been, where you're looking to go and how you plan on getting there. Uh, again, online presence is a huge thing. If you're uh, every time you get online and you make a post, it's negative or it's bad mouthing somebody. Uh, there's no sense even contacting me because I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk to you about it at all. That, that's a good monitor right there. Facebook is a good monitor. And that's why I say I like to, you know, I, I will start them out as, as a field staff and see how they play out. Right. If, uh, if you see the shenanigans going on, you know, no, they're, they're done. Right. Uh, but I, I've actually got one guy in my mind uh, that has never asked me for anything. Uh, he's purchased everything and he really pimps the monster rod odors. And he's been consistent for the last couple of years. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at entertaining, bringing him on. And and he's not a big, big presence. He's not a, 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 a big time angler as far as tournament angler, but he's consistent. And, and like I say, that's what I like. Now, Steve, would you explain, and then we'll let John do that. Would you explain to me the difference between pro staff and field staff with your company? Well, field staff is, you know, a guy approaches me about a sponsorship. I, I, like I said, I'll, I'll bring him on, uh, give him a 10% discount if he hasn't got my product yet. Uh, if he's really serious about that, he'll buy the product, use the product. Uh, and we'll watch him for, you know, about a year. And if, you know, if he hasn't changed his tune and moved on to something else, or if he's, it looks like he's trying to uh, promote my products, then, you know, we'll, we'll, look at bringing him on as a, as a pro staff. Mm. Now I've got pro staff out there that big name pro staffs that, and I'm not trying to, but they really don't have a huge presence on the internet, but they win every daggone thing they fish. <laughs> so that, that in itself means a lot too. You know, um, they don't get on the, the, the Facebook and share some things, but they just don't, use Facebook a lot. Uh, but when, when they are at a major tournament, they're generally on the. Right. So, but then, and then like I say, the, the, the pro staff, I've got pro staff that, uh, you know, they do a lot and, you know, the more they do, the more I can give, you know, if I'm making money and they're bringing me, uh, you know, sales in, then, you know, I can do more for them. Sure. Uh, you know, I've got pro staff out there that, you know, 
sometimes they might be in my jersey, sometimes they might not be in my jersey. So, you know, you got to really look at it and, and determine uh, who's doing the best for you. Uh, you know, if you got jerseys on, and I would expect you to wear it no matter if you're fishing a little, uh, you know, rinky-dink tournament, you know, somewhere just to throw together, and you got pictures all over the internet, or if you're fishing a, a big, huge tournament. You know, the, the presence should still be there regardless. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Now, John, would you go through what, what the difference is with your company, uh, with a field staff and a pro staff? Yeah, well, we have a we have a similar structure uh, to – Steve, uh, we have we actually have a couple tiers of our field staffers as well. We have what we call a field staff tier one and a field staff tier two. And uh, depending on uh, an individual and, and, and where we think they are in, in their progression, uh, you know, we'll place them at a specific level and, and give them a test run. Uh, those range anywhere from a 10 percent discount, 15, 20 percent discount, just depends on on the individual circumstances. Um, and then we also have different levels of pro staff even. Uh, we have we have a tier one and tier two level pro staff. And how we track whether or not these guys are um, doing what they need to do to move into the pro staff world uh, is we have a point system. And this point system is not just based on how many tournaments you win, uh, it, it's a number of things that we assign points to from social media posts to whether or not they do a video on our products. Um, you know, there, there's a number of things you can do uh, and we assign points to that. And once they reach a certain point level within a year, uh, they can actually be promoted to the next level within that year. Um, you know, so we've got a lot of opportunities built into our program for these guys to advance. And, and one thing, and I heard Steve already mention on, but one thing guys have to understand um, is, you know, I mentioned earlier that, that, that this is a family and it is a family for me. Uh, all of my pro staffers, I think would tell you that, but in the end it is also a business and investing in a pro staffer is not cheap. Um, I know that a lot of people think it is, but uh, it's very expensive. I would say on average right now, I probably have, Fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars in any given year invested in a single pro staffer on average. Some of them maybe many many thousands more, uh, depending on their performance. Uh, so in the end, it is a business, and they are an investment. So uh, you have to see a return on that investment over a period of time to justify the money spent. Um, and, and I think that there's a common misconception. Uh, that, you know, just because someone throws a sticker on their truck that we're selling thousands and thousands of dollars worth of, of merchandise and, and uh, it's a lot harder work than that. Um, and so we have a, a tiered system where guys can start and work their way up. Uh, and we've had some really good success with that. And we've had some not good success with it. As Steve said, the consistency side of things. Uh, you know, I've had guys where I've sent them 750 to a thousand dollars worth of free stuff and I never heard from them again. Yeah. Uh, sure. Steve has, has had similar scenarios. So that's where the vetting, as Steve said, taking time and, and looking at people, um, people have to understand, Steve touched on this earlier as well, that, that we're watching, uh, and you know, some of the people 
um, that approach us. We've seen some of the stuff that goes on on Facebook with these certain individuals. And, and um, you know, we understand that, that, that our investment there is probably not going to get a return on its money and there's probably going to be some headache associated with it. So my advice to any potential pro staffer would be, uh, conduct yourself like you're a pro staff for somebody, even if you're not, if that is your ultimate goal is to become a staffer, uh, because you know, all of these companies are watching, um, and, and what you do on social media doesn't go away. Uh, I work for Exxon Mobil as my full-time job and they look at my social media all the time. So I have to conduct myself professionally and it's no different in the fishing world. That's exactly right. Yeah. There is a couple of things. Uh, we're going to spin that rig wrap wheel here in just a second, guys. We got we got 125 people in here, and we need to we need to give them a spin. But I, I, before I forget it, um, one of the things that I look for when I get a resume from a from a uh, either a team or a single person is I'm looking for the guy that says, "Let me know what I can do to help you, not how much can I receive from you," because if, if they're not willing to do something to help my company, they're no good to me. And, and they will get treated the way it is. The difference between what we do and what a, what a, what you do, John, for example, is uh, we build everything. And people have to understand that when we give them a rod, it's 100% free. And when we give them that rod, I cannot build their rods for free until I have a spot where I'm not doing clients work because without the clients, there's no money to build rods with. And a lot of guys don't understand that. They get mad about it if they can't have it when they want it. That's not how I work. And, and people don't understand that. And, and that's okay because it's not for everybody. And I'm and you're right, Heath Malone just made a long-term commitment. I never look for someone that's going to be a one-year, one-month, one-type thing. I'm looking for guys that's going to be with me for years at a time. And I feel like is going to be the professional five years from now that they are today. And I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I've been with Lyle, what, 15 years? I'm sure it's been that long. It's long time. Sure it is. Before we had a pro staff, I, uh, back in the day when everybody was on the BOC, that's, that's how you'd done everything. And it was yeah. the hottest thing on the Internet in our sport. And I sent Doc a message one day. I said, I would like for you to test some of the rods. I said, I'm getting great reviews on them. I think they're a good product. And I sent him his first one, and we've been doing things ever since. So, uh, yeah. you know, like I say, long-term deal is a great is a great thing for any company. And, and to stay with a Steve Douglas or a Warrior Cat Rods or somebody like that, if you are the professional all the time that they expect, you will never have a problem. Yeah. And I mean, you just got myself. I push people's products. I push Lyle's product. I push Steve's product. I've done that for years. There's stuff on my boat that Steve had uh, when he had the aqua lung. I've still got that thing on my boat. It was one of, one of the best things. I still believe in that. And I still use it. And people ask me when they look at my boat, what's that? I said, that's a filtering system. It puts O2 in the, in the, boat and i said i don't use an oxygen system because this works just as well and when we were down in memphis uh they told us that it was over almost 50 percent wasn't it lyle that's, that's exactly what the right. guy said and he he thought i was using oxygen i yep. said nope and i showed him what i had and he said wow it's doing a really good job so 
you know, you guys that, that are out there, you know, when you have these sponsorships, you know, push the products. You know, if they work, fine. If they don't work, then that that becomes another problem. Well, I think, and I lost a really good pro staff guy because, you know, he would tell people about the products and people didn't want to wait to get them. But there's one guy that does what I do, and that's me. And when I have 60 or 80 rods ahead of somebody that puts in a new order, you just got to wait. I, I'm not dropping what I'm doing. Now, there's there's times when when tournament got things come up or a benefit for somebody that's been injured or killed or whatever, and we make allowances for that. But when you mm -hmm. do them in the order that you take them in, if there's 50 people ahead of you, it takes that long. And if you can't understand that, again, there's somebody waiting for your spot. It makes no difference to me. Hang on just one second, Doc. I want you to pick out a number. Uh, small number or big number? Well, let's not go too carried away. Uh, number six. Number six. We're going to spin the wheel, boys. One. We have 160 in it tonight, Doc. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. And the winner is Jason Geary. Jason Geary, we are going to spin the rig wrap prize wheel for you tonight. And you win a rig wrap prize package. Jason Geary wins a rig wrap prize package. That's awesome. So uh, thanks for playing, Jason. We appreciate it. I know you watch every week. And uh, you and your wife both, so that's that's outstanding. Uh, we got 125 people in in our chat, our viewers watching right now. Don't leave. I promise you're going to want to hang around for just a little while. We got a big one coming up, and you want to be a part of this. I'm I'm telling you, it's going to be a great prize. Um, so where 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 are we at? What what else do we need to go over, fellas? Or do we need to go through some of the questions, Doc? Have you got any of the questions back there? One thing I wanted to point out, Lyle, before we moved on was, um, you know, we've talked a lot about what the guys can do for us. Um, you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about what we do for uh, the guys in particular. Um, one, one of the things we do here at Warrior Cat is we really give these guys an opportunity and lots of opportunities uh, to make money uh, and to, you know, get additional products and so forth. And I think that when we talk about they've got to take care of, you know, us, we've got to take care of them as well. And I, I know that not every company in the industry does that. And sometimes that creates a little strife amongst the, uh, the fishermen, um, you know, but my advice to any companies out there that, that are watching that, that maybe are venturing off in the pro staff world is if you take care of your guys when they're taking care of you, uh, they're going to take care of you and, and the investment's going to pay for itself. Usually, um, you know, we, we provide them every Avenue we can possibly provide them, uh, to make it worth their time and, and to make it worth our time. And, and some companies I've found, um, aren't really going the extra mile when it comes to the pro staffers that are performing. And sometimes that causes them to leave as well. 
so I, I think it's important for guys to uh, to realize that that it's a partnership. More than anything, it's a partnership. Um, so you know we've got to do our part, and they've got to do their part. As long as we both do that, it's a great partnership, and we all benefit. That, that's exactly right, and and uh, I know Steve. He, he gives a lot of products away, as you do, and, and I have in the past, uh, to different tournaments. Uh, and that's not the same. That's not the same as what we do with, with pro staff and different things like that. Welcome to the Glenn. Hey, Glenn. Hey, guys. How are you? Not too bad. You're getting a little bit of feedback. You need to turn your show uh uh, sound off where you're watching the show. Well, how about now? Is that better? Yes, sir. That's a lot better. Sorry, guys. I've had some computer problems. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> we've Glenn, we've, I don't know how much of the show you've caught. We've been going over on uh, what we expect from guys and what they can expect for us. And I was just going to have Steve go over what, what, guys can expect if they're accepted in a, in a spot on his position. Yeah, don't let me interrupt. You guys continue on. I've been watching. I don't want to just jump in here. All right. Well, like John said, you want to take care of the guys that are really taking care of you. Some of them will excel and some of them will just ride it out. Um, you know, and I, I know people got busy lives, but, you know, um, when, it, when it comes, you know, when they get on Facebook or something like that, they, they need to make a post here and there. Uh, I don't want I, the one thing I don't want my pro staff to do, and I see a lot of people doing it on Facebook. My name in the ground. I mean, every other post is Masterados, Masterados. I do not. I'm not looking for that. Um, to me, I think that what I'm trying to do. Uh, but if they just get down there and, and you know, once a week or something like that, and, and you know, they show a picture of their fish and mention monster rod holders, uh, that that's really all I expect. Um, yeah, I, I just don't like the, uh, the watered down effect. I guess you want to say. I've been in this a really long time, and I've had a lot of a lot of guys come and go. So I'm a little bit more numb to it than what John is, because I think he's this second or third year. He's he's still kind of a little gung ho. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I do take care of the guys that are taking care of me. And, you know, and I, I do have some other fellas out there that, that, you know, that go to tournaments and wear the shirts. I do appreciate them. You know, they still get the discount and everything, but you're really going to get what you put into it. Um, that, that's kind of my, my philosophy. And, um, and, I agree and, and you know, the thing is, coming in all the time, I mean, because this catfishing is growing. And I, I really love to see the new guys coming in, the new guys getting excited. Um, but you know, I, I'm old school and I believe you got to pay your dues before you can get to the top. You can't start at the top. That, that's right. Now, like, like you mentioned before, there are companies out there that will just anybody that shows an interest gets a tournament Jersey. And, um, I'm not like that. I, I don't give tournament jerseys away just to everybody. Right. And, you know, I, you know, you got to keep the integrity of your, your business standards high, I think. And with, Everybody and his brother got the same jersey on. It, it, it's, it's, I don't know. It seems like kind of easy to me. Well, that's me, me personally, I had to work through the ranks to get to where I'm at. I really had to work hard. And and other, but like on the other note though, 
the new guys, you know, they could be the next John Jameson or, you know, the next up and coming guy. It, it just takes some time and uh, dedication and consistency. That's right. And then, like I say, I, you know, John mentioned he gets a lot of emails. I do too. And there is a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. And, you know, I've got guys that say, uh, well, hit me up an email. This is John. I fished the Trinity River. I win everything I do. Y'all ain't hiring, are you? Or y'all ain't bringing pro staff on, are you? And that's it. You of those too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all do. And, yeah. you know, I, I won't even acknowledge them guys. Um, you know, I just don't have time, you know. But if you put the pr a presentation, I don't, I'm not even saying a resume, but if you put a presentation together um, of what what you're doing, what your goals are, uh, and you present it to me in a, a decent fashion, I'm going to take a look at it and, and uh, see what's up. Because you never know. You know, I, I've got a, a couple little guys on my pro staff right now I met, I don't know, four or five years ago. Never heard of them about them a bit, but they, they come to see me at the tournament because of my YouTube stuff. Um, and you know, they're, they're the top of my team right now, you know, and it's, that's the Zed brothers, uh, Zed Moore brothers, Zed Moore. Uh, again, they're not really social media. Um, you know, they don't put a lot of stuff on there, uh, every day, but you know, they do show up, present themselves well, well, uh, polite guys. And that, that's what I look for. They are two of the, the greatest young men in the sport that nobody's ever heard of. So you so you never know. Like I say, one day I'm taking a picture of a guy on a ramp, and the next day they're wearing the Monsterado shirts. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He's a great so I think the world – don't want to dis, dis, disregard anybody. Right. Well, for sure. and here's something that I have mentioned before, Steve and John. Uh, just because somebody doesn't pick you up on a pro staff does not mean that they're not watching you. Exactly. Some guys that I have put on in the past, we watched for two or three years, uh, and they couldn't get picked up. But it wasn't because people's not watching them. If they don't pick you up right away, that doesn't mean they're not interested. It means they don't think you're ready yet or you're just not quite there. But if you stay after it and keep your nose clean and keep doing what you're doing now, it won't be long till somebody will say, hey, remember when you called me up and sent me this stuff and, and uh, nothing happened? Well, now I'm ready for something to happen. Uh, but sometimes you have to look at them for a year or two. You want to make sure that you make the right decision uh, and not just, just say, okay, yeah, let's do this because everybody's not right for that. And, and uh, sometimes it just takes a while for, for a sponsor to make sure. Would you agree with that, Glenn? Yeah, I I, th I think how a how how an angler represents themselves, you know, not only on a tournament trail but online social media, exactly, uh, you know, it, they need they need to be you know very professional um, and be a great ambassador for the products they're representing. I, I think that both, uh, you know, every everybody kind of touched upon that earlier. Uh, it, it's really important that that how you're representing yourself. Uh, is is a direct uh, uh, reflection on the products you're also representing. Uh, so that's first and foremost as far as how I look at, at people. Certainly the kind of exposure they have uh, uh, online, through tournament events, uh, through their guide service. Uh, you don't necessarily have to be a, 
uh, a tournament angler, uh, you need to have good teaching skills, good oral skills. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, uh, Rusty Jackson and David Magnus are uh, uh, anglers, uh, pro, pro staff members for us, which I'm, I'm thrilled to have them on board. Uh, they've done a number of seminars, and that's important to me as well. Uh, Eddie and Ann White, the same thing. They do, they do seminars. Um, and to me, somebody who can communicate well, whether it be online uh, or publicly, is very, very important. We don't, we don't have big ticket items like, you know, like, like, uh, uh, like everybody else. You know, we can equip somebody uh, pretty, pretty well for less than 100, 150 bucks uh, as far as product. Uh, so it's, it's important for us that they're, that they're good ambassadors, they're good teachers, they're good speakers. Uh, and they represent themselves uh, very professionally, uh, you know, wherever they go. I, I think that's exactly 100% correct. Uh, Doc, do we have a bunch of questions backed up on us? Yeah, I mean, kind of. Uh, there, there's a lot of people who are making comments on here. Uh, there was one I saw, it's uh, Catfish Closing. Young guys energize the older guys, and the older ones help mold the younger ones. That's, that's a, a good very statement. true. Yeah, that's a good statement right there. It sure is. It sure is. Nobody's really asking any people, questions. You know, there's just a lot of comments and stuff like that. Okay. There's one here. A company has to show longevity and great character before I would even consider a pro staff or sponsorship from anyone. That's another good statement. Uh, that's a good point. You know, and that's one thing we have to. Uh, take into consideration as well. We've got to set the example for our staffers and, and it's hard sometimes. Um, you know, I'll be the first to admit, I watch everything that goes on on Facebook and I've seen my product bashed. I've seen Steve's product bashed and, you know, uh, every product on the market bashed. And a lot of times we want to chime in and, and defend ourselves. Um, but we have to set the example. Let me give you an example here of something I had to do the other day. Uh, that I would expect my pro staffers to do. Uh, we were fishing a tournament and we were on a drift and we caught a fish as one of the tournament boats drove by us and they immediately dropped anchor and let a hundred foot of anchor rope right out into the center of the cove we were drifting so we weren't able to drift back through our spot. Pretty crappy move and and in, in years past it might have been something where uh, we, we exchanged some words over it but as a as a company owner uh, or as a pro staffer, I had a pro staffer in the boat with me. We've got to set the example and we've got to be sportsmen and we've got to take the higher road. And, and I think that's that's um, pretty important for guys to understand as well. It's things like that. I agree 100%. I, I, I do. I agree with that 100%. And, and it's hard to do. Uh, you know, I got myself into trouble a year or so ago with one of my guys, and uh, all I was trying to do in reality was protect him from one of his sponsors that he had. It didn't work out for either one of us. Uh, but, you know, he was bashing another guy's product on a daily basis. There was no reason for that. And uh, basically my instinct to him was, he, you know, this is what the guy is, is embarrassing you as a, as being on his pro staff and everybody else that's involved with that. 
Uh, we don't do business that way. Nobody should do business that way. And I stuck up for the guy. And uh, in the end, it cost me a little grief. It cost him some grief. And uh, uh, that's the way it is. But uh, there comes a point in time where you just, you can't, you can only take so much and you've got to do something. And, and I'm the world's worst because when I get enough, I've had all of it. I'm going to put up with period, no matter where it's at or what it is. And Cindy has been great assistance to me to overcome that issue because normally uh, 20 years ago when I was some of you guys age, it wouldn't have mattered to me where we was at or what we was doing. Uh, if something like that went on, I'd have voiced my opinion. And now I can kind of curtail it a little bit, but it, it's still, there comes a point in time when, uh, when you can't take but so much, but the guys that can take it for the longest are the winners. You know, that's pretty much the way it is. Yeah, it, it's, I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, I've had, I've had uh, very lengthy conversations with, with John uh, about his, his pro staff program. Steve, we, we haven't had a chance to talk about it, but I know that John's program is, is, is much more elaborate, if you will, um, than, than ours. Um, you know, we have very, very simple requests of, of our, our pro staff and ambassadors, if you will, uh, to our products. Um, what my biggest concern is, is the, the vetting of that pro, pro staff applicant, if you will. We have an application on our website uh, on the bottom. If anybody's interested, you can go down, you can go to rigwrap.com and on the very bottom, you'll see pro staff application. And you can fill that out and send it in. But, um, you know, we have simple requests of our pro staff, pro staff uh, members and, and uh, product ambassadors um, where I think, I think John and, um, and, and Steve, you guys have, have I think, higher requirements and, and rightfully so because of, of the price point and, and what you're trying to, uh, to get out there. Um, but I think it's important that people realize there is a vetting process and an application process and what you need to do to prepare yourself. Um, and, and that's probably most important before you approach, you know, companies like ours, you need to, you need to do your due diligence. You need to do your preparation to, 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 uh, to get there. And, and, and if I will, I'll make a perfect example and then turn it over to everybody else, is that when you have a Facebook page, uh, you're John Doe on Facebook, and on there you're posting your kid's birthday and your new car and the, the camping trip you just took, and that's all great, but that's of little interest to us. What you need to do is you need to establish John Doe fishing. Exactly. Uh, and place your fishing, um, you know, posts on there because as a business, I can go on and like something um, on somebody's page, but if it's a personal page or your privacy settings are set a certain way, I can't like it as rig wrap. I have to like it as, as myself personally. You need to establish a business or, or professional page so that we as RigWrap or, or anybody else can go on and like it as RigWrap, share it as RigWrap, and your representation out there is of a professional manner. Your YouTube channel is the same thing. Don't uh, just do John Doe. Do John Doe fishing, John Doe's you know, fishing tips and tricks, whatever. Steve, you're, you're a master 
at at uh, your 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 YouTube channel, and I think that those those kind of things, those kind of tips for people that want to become uh, valuable pro staff uh, uh, members need to understand how to do that properly. Yes, sir. That's a great point right there. And I was going to touch on that, but you done knocked it out of the park. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like all the home I mean, runs that were really last night. Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating when you got a, a guy that's caught a big fish and you want to share it on Monster Rod Holders or, or one of my other pages, and you know, only his people are gonna be able to see it. Nobody else can see it. And it's really frustrating. And um, we've got several guys that have, have changed and went went to that format. So, well, yeah, the, that's a great point. The other thing is, you know, to Steve's point and Glenn's point is if you're asking a company to invest in you, you have to take the time and invest in yourself as well. And, you know, sure, sometimes uh, developing a YouTube channel takes time. It takes money. You know, if you want to get, you know, the right camera equipment or whatever the case is, um, you know, but if we ever want to move into the world to where people can make a living doing what we love, they've got to first invest in themselves before they expect a company to invest in them. And, and, and that's where we need to move to uh, in the pro staff world and the catfish side of things, in my opinion. I, and I agree with all of that. Uh, if you if you're not willing to have a professional page, whether it be a fishing page or a tackle page or whatever kind of page it is, then you're not investing in yourself and you're not promoting yourself. So how can you expect a company to help promote you? Yeah, and, and in defense of some people, I mean, it, you know, a lot of people are, are not that versed on facebook or youtube or instagram or twitter or whatever you know take the time and learn how to do it i'm a perfect example i'm a you know i'm a social media idiot uh and i've had to learn how to do this stuff you know kind of on my own um so take the time learn how to do it there's all sorts of tutorials out there um but create the right uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Create the right presence online so that we as companies, when we look at you as a pro staff possibility, know that you're in place to represent our products properly. I, that's that's 100%. And, and I would use the word image, but either one of them works wonderfully. Doc, is it time? It's that time. Let's spin that wheel, Lyle. <laughs> hey, Steve. Pick us out a number between one and five. Five. Five it is. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. And the winner is Mac Barnum. B-A-R-N-U-M. And here we go. Who you got? What was who's the gorgeous lady in the back spinning the wheel there? <laughs> That's Man of the Witch. <laughs> Wicked Witch of the House. <laughs> Hooker's Terminal Tackle. Mac, you go, Cindy. You get a package of Reaper hooks, and if you will contact uh, Hooker's Terminal Tackle and tell them that you want a package of Reaper hooks on the Catfish Weekly Show, they will send them right out to you. Thanks for watching, and thanks for playing our game. Um, 
Here's a good statement that just came through uh, Catfish Clothing. It's important for pro staffers to cultivate innovation also. Always be looking for ways to improve the product line. That is true. And, uh, you know, I know Steve has developed some stuff in the last few years, new style rod holders, different, uh, different mounts and all kinds of stuff. Uh, and he's constantly doing his line, as does John, when he come out with his bumping rods and stuff. Uh, one of the things that is most of all fun for me is is developing new products. It's more to, more entertaining for at my age now to develop something new than it is to continually build them. Glenn has come up with some great ideas and some great new products, and I know he's got some stuff in the works. So with that being said, that's the opportunity for guys down the road. Uh, everybody doesn't use a bumping rod. Uh, some guys never anchor, so they anchor rods. But there's a world of opportunity out here, and the way that Doc and I have seen, and Steve too, because we're probably older than the rest of them, uh, seen these guys change the catfishing industry in the last 20 or 25 years, I can only imagine what it's going to be like in the next 20 years. That's a good point, Lyle. Um, you know, you mentioned our products. Uh, I would love to sit up here and take credit for that bumping rod that, that uh, you know, we believe is, is, you know, one of the best rods on the market. But uh, it, it, was our, it was our customers and our staff that helped us design that. In fact, um, uh, Charles Luck, uh, Jason Huggins, Wade Kaminsky, Justin Connor, uh, all those guys had input on that rod, you know, and, and dozens of others. Uh, and, you know, so that goes a long ways as well uh, when we start selecting staff, you know, you know, how much are you willing to help build the brand and help um, uh, think up of new, new ideas uh, and things like that. It, it really goes a long ways when you're, when you're helping the brand, uh, with innovative ideas. So, I mean, it's, that's a, that's a great point. It is. Now, Steve, you, you've come up with some really cool stuff in the last few years. And, and I don't know if your people that's on your staff helps you do that or whether you're like Glenn and sit around all hours of the night, just thinking stuff up. Glenn's a think tank. <laughs> he is. Yeah. I've got, I've got a few guys that, you know, give me some ideas, but, the stuff that, that I sell is stuff I use and, and need. So, uh, and it's a need for everybody else, like a bait board. I've got, I've got the new bait board. Uh, and, you know, it's that's a common use for everybody. That cutting board is one of the coolest things. I, I just I can't believe that you're sold out of them, and I can't ever get catch you when you got them, you know. Yeah. That's, that's a great product, and I was so taken with it at last year's Catfish Conference. And before I could get over there to your booth, you was out of them and every rod holder you had and everything else you took down there. Well, I felt you know, so bad for everybody coming back on Sunday because I didn't have nothing to sell. And I think John was probably about the same way. I think so. Yep. That brings up a good point as, as far as, you know, the pro staff um, uh, members is, you know, being our test beds for new products. Uh, so we have to be able to trust them, first of all, to keep things confidential and then to give us the proper feedback on, on the products. is uh, an example, not everybody, our new easy sinker slide, not everybody got a sample off the 3D printer, although Lyle, you did. 
I did. I'm um, proud of it. <laughs> Where's you know, my, I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> really neat product. I, the world well, is excited about that. Yeah, no, it, I'm excited about it too. I just got to give the Chinese a good kick in the butt. Um, but, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, the way I look at it is, is I get feedback and I have conversations with pro staff members and, you know, I, I wear all the hats and I'm, and, and, and I know that, that John and Steve, you know, do pretty much as well. So to have outside pros, outside guys that know fishing, know, know whatever the speed, whether it be catfish or walleye or, or bass or whatever, what have you, what is needed out there? Or to have a conversation, and, and like I had a conversation a while back with, with Larry Muse regarding his, his uh, uh, Dragon Tales, which, Steve, I think you came up with that name, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. When I interviewed him, I think I, I had the yeah. name. He had the idea. So, Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, I look at things and I, and I say something can be done better. That's what happened with the easy slide. And quite frankly, I've got something coming for the the the, uh, the dragging rigs as well, um, which you know I've talked to Larry about. I've talked to uh, to Dave Ashby about. I mean, and and uh, so pro staff is it's it's a give and take because they're a great they're a great sounding board for what we're trying to accomplish. And if they say, yeah, no, that kind of sucks. Okay, well then move on. You know, I just got a message on our Facebook uh, page from from uh, one of the people that does a lot of sponsoring that's not on the show tonight, and uh, he says everybody wants sponsors, but few understand the cost involved in sponsoring. We have several teams that we sponsor, but only a few actually show a lot of support vocally for us, and I agree with these guys need to work with us. Can I can I just can I jump in here for a, can I jump in here for a second? I see a question from uh, Mike. He says, "Glenn, why not an American company as far as making product?" Um, and just so you just so you know, I would love to manufacture here in the U.S. I've considered setting up a molding facility here, etc. The cost is very very expensive. I could, you know, the rig wraps that sell for $6.99 here, I'd have to be charging $14.99 because of the cost of manufacturing, packaging, labor, everything else. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, keep in mind, though, that the profits generated here in the United States stay here, and only a small amount goes back overseas for manufacturing. I think sometimes people forget, Glenn, that we're American companies ourselves. And, uh, you know, we employ a lot of Americans to do stuff, even if it's something that we're, uh, you know, using that's foreign source, you know, uh, rods, for example, somebody's got to ship it across the United States. Somebody's got to ship, you know, bring it into the port. Um, you know, uh, the, the tubes that we ship them in are made right down the road here in Houston, Texas. So, um, you know, if the technology existed here in the United States to fully do some of the stuff we did and wouldn't cost tens of millions of dollars to set it up, we would gladly do it. I think everybody would, um, you know, but sometimes our products, uh, the, the technology is just not here. 
whether it was because it was abandoned uh, 30, 40 years ago and sent overseas by somebody else. Uh, you know, unfortunately, right now in the the way we are in this this uh, in the world's uh, trade market, that's where we are. And uh, I think that if the opportunity ever presents itself for a lot of us that are in here right now and watching, uh, we'll gladly jump on that bandwagon. If somebody, if somebody's manufacturing here, yeah, if somebody's watching and would like to uh, uh, give Glenn a ten million dollar donation to start a a molding factory, he can probably make us all kinds of cool things. Oh, hey, hey, I, I don't need ten million. I can do it for half a million. Five million. There you go. Who's got five million? Okay. <laughs> let's take. Let's start. Taking there's a good, here's a good question. Um, Catfish Clothing is asking, wants to know the panelists' views on respecting pro staffer status with competitors. So I think, I think Lyle touched on that earlier. I mean, one of the very first things we asked for in our pro staff agreement, you know, on our pro staff applications online is, you know, we ask you to list your potential sponsors. I would never um actively seek um someone that was pro staffed with Lyle. Right. Um, you know, uh or B and M or anything like that. Now, you know, they may come to me and say, hey, next year I don't want to be with this company. What do you think about staffing me? And I'll tell them, you know, uh put in your application when next year rolls around. If that's still your feelings, then then we will uh, you know we'll pursue that as it comes along. Uh, but you have to respect the other companies in the industry. Um, you know, and you got to develop a relationship with them. That's something we haven't always done, even in just the two years that I've been in this, this industry, I have not always seen respect amongst companies. Um, you know, one of the reasons I reached out to Lyle when I first got into the business, um, Caleb Page, Tony Clayton, those guys over at Big Cat Fever, uh, I reached out to those guys via a uh, message and said, look, I'm going to respect you. I expect the same from you and I expect the same from your pro staff and my pro staff, and we have an agreement. And if that's ever violated, I would expect to be the first person to know, as well as I'm sure Caleb and those guys would want to know uh, if someone was on that side of things um, or, you know, was playing both sides of the fence, trying to get free stuff from both companies. We'd like to know that. Well, and I will, will mention this. Um, uh, Monsters on the Ohio a few years ago, uh, a guy approached one of the guys that is pro staff for me uh, and tried to get them to switch over and go with his company. And fellas, if you own a company and you're trying to snipe somebody's pro staff member and you don't think them guys are going to come tell you, you're badly mistaken. <laughs> the first call they make is to the guy on there because they're going to see if they can get more or less. Uh, and that's not ever been Cindy or I's perspective. It's it's not what we can get out of somebody. If we can represent their product, but first off, we have to believe in it. If we believe in their product and we can do something to help them, that is first and foremost uh, what we can work out together as far as getting something to promote for them is secondary. If we don't believe in their product, we cannot promote it. I don't care how good it is or who else is using it. It makes no difference to me. Uh, if I'm not comfortable with a hook, I'm not going to promote that hook because I'm not going to be using it when it comes tournament time. 
And, and it's the same with a rod. It's the same with a rod holder. It's the same with fishing line or sinkers or anything else you use. If you don't have all the confidence in the world with it, you are not going to give it your all. If you can't give it your all, you're just beating your head against the wall. All you're after is some free stuff, whether you like it or not. Well, that's the subject I like to touch on, too. Like with John, he's only been in a couple of years. I've been in for 12. So, like I said, I'm a little numb to this. Uh, but, you know, product jumpers. There's nothing worse than I dislike than a product jumper. You know, they, they promise me the world, give what they need. And then six months down the road, you see them using somebody else's product for the free stuff. That's where we, we watch people at. And that's why I want to watch somebody for a year. If you're still using my stuff after a year, you're satisfied, you believe in it. They will go talk, but I'm really not going to do anything with new guys until I see that potential out of them. I've, I've, I've had a lot of stuff promised and, and sent a lot of stuff out to, to be very disappointed. Well, I know I've only been in, in for two years, but I've, I've had my share of burns, uh, and yeah, product well, jumpers and, and, yeah. uh, you know, it, 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 it it's something we deal with and, and something that was touched on earlier, you know, Steve touched on it. He made a comment about, you know, uh, we're going to watch you. And sometimes it's not just that we want to watch you either, at least from my standpoint. Sometimes it is just we have a budget. I know Steve probably figures out his annual pro staff budget and what it's going to cost. And Lyle and myself and Glenn, I have a budget and, and we have to stick to that budget. We can't just give free product out willy-nilly uh because if we do we're not gonna we're not gonna make it for the long haul um and, you know and i and i know steve touched on that earlier about the pro staffers making it for the long haul well as a company we have to make it for the long haul as well uh otherwise uh them having our rods in the boat doesn't do them any good uh when we're not there to support them so uh guys have to understand that and that's where uh, Steve talked about paying your dues, uh, you know, and that's when I talked about spending uh, as much of my pro staff money on guys who are actually using our rods and supporting our, our products as I can. Uh, at this stage in the game, I'm at a different stage of the game than I was two years ago, and you're probably in the same boat, Steve, uh, having 12 years in. So, I have a question in on our uh, – on our Facebook again, and guys are wanting to know how many anglers are under and pro staff by each one of you guys' companies. I personally, I, I would have to sit and think about it because I really don't know, but I'm going to say six or eight. Um, I would say probably we're talking about anglers versus teams, probably in the 20 range, teams probably 10 to 12, um, and we plan to keep it pretty small. Uh, because I can't offer bonuses and, and things like that if I've got 200 pro staffers out there. I just can't do it. I couldn't offer a 10% bonus uh, if you finish in a tournament. Let's say you finish and you win $5,000, and I offer a 10% bonus to my pro staffers, so i got to write them a $500 check. If i got 200 pro staffers out there, I can't do that. So it's either have a bunch of people, like Steve said earlier, wearing your jerseys, but you're not doing much for them, or you have a very small, tight-knit group, uh, you know, uh, that you're able to really take care of. And I, I've had better success with that Me than too. I have just just throwing stuff at people. Absolutely. Exactly. I, I agree. And some people get mad at me, too, because I don't allow them to be the pro staff. 
which you know, there's, I, I can't do a whole lot about it, you know. But yep. show me, show me something, and I, I in return, I can show you the same. That, you that's a hundred percent correct, and that's the thing. Like I said a while ago, uh, I had a guy that got mad. It was a year, and I, I talked to him a bunch of times, and he said, "I, I don't think you're ever going to do anything." I said, "Well, I, I don't think you're ready." If I thought you was ready and I was comfortable with it, we'd be doing something. But until I'm 100% convinced that you are the person I want you to be, we can't do anything because I'm not going to put a bunch of money into giving you products to use and it not work out. When I give you something, I want to make pretty sure that you're going to be in here for a long time to come. And, and that's how it works. Well, anglers have to understand that when it comes to pro staffing, 100% of the risk is on the company. 100%. That's right. Um, I can send eight rods free to a guy and he can walk and there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, we 100% of the risk is on us. If the pro staffer does something that reflects poorly against us, we have to answer for that. Um, you know, any negative publicity. So, so we're assuming 100% of the risk. Uh, and I know everybody in this room that, that has a company in this business has their life savings invested in this business. So guys have to understand that we are not Shakespeare, Shimano, Abu Garcia. Uh, we don't have the luxury of multi-million uh, dollar bank accounts. Uh, every investment we make in a staffer um, you know, is a risk and, and, and it's, it, it's an investment, as I said earlier. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. I think that, you know, those that are looking to be pro staff members need to understand, you know, you get what you give. And if you're not willing to put yourself out there properly and under the policy and the wishes of the companies you're representing, your relationship is going to be short-lived and you know understand too that that could be a snowball effect for your uh the the possibilities for for other pro staff uh, uh opportunities because if all of a sudden word gets out from one manufacturer to another that you know hey this guy you know he started came out of the gate great but then all of a sudden six months later he he was a no-go um you know, that's not that. we do talk. We do talk. That's right. All the time. You know, so Glenn, Glenn and I share, uh, and Steve, all three of us share quite a few pro staffers together. Uh, yeah. so I, we've probably got pro staffers watching right now that are on all three of our staffs. Uh, and, and, you know, between uh, our rods and, and rig wraps and monster rod holders, uh, there's a lot of them out there. And guys have to understand we do talk. So if you reflect poorly on one company, uh, good chances are you're burning your bridges with other companies in the industry as well. That's a hundred percent correct. I have a question that is in our chat from Bradley Young. He would like to know how, how you receive your return from a pro staffer. If your product is a once buy once and not need again, for example, say a rod or a rod holder, uh, it's hard, uh, to sell someone that already has them. Well, uh, from my perspective, then if they will convince people or prove to them why our product is better than another guy's product, uh, I would like to jump on that. Also, I didn't hear a thing you said there, Lyle. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were all broken up. 
Yeah, I think Glenn dropped his uh, camera or something there. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brad, Bradley Young says, how do you get a return from a pro staffer if your product is a five once and not need again for a while? For example, a rod or a rod holder, it's hard to sell if someone already has them. And my response was that uh, if they believe in that product, there should be a way that they can prove why it is better or not as well, uh, you know, better or why they like it better than the next guy's product. Consistency again, you know, if you've got an angler that's using my product, he's using it on his boat, his buddy sees that, it comes right back to me. That yeah. you know, the consistency being seen in the on the tournament trail. Um, I'd have to say Monster Rod Holders has done a, a pretty decent job of getting my products in the tournament scene over over the years, and it's just been you know, as a matter of fact, when I first started Monster Rod Holders, I had no intentions of, of having a company. I made them for myself. People seen them on my boat. Hey, where can I get them at? I'll make a couple of them. And next thing you know, you know, 10 years later, you know, we're selling $1,500 a day. Snowball. So, yeah. That's how it started with me too, Steve. So, so Lyle, the way I would answer that question is my return is not from the pro staffer himself. Okay. So, uh, you know, the return on my investment is in the business that that pro staffer is going to bring me. Uh, and I don't know about rod holders, but I can tell you this about rods. There's not very many cat fishermen out there that don't shop around rods. So just because a guy has rods in his arsenal, don't mean he won't add warrior cat rods to it to see if it's what he wants to stick with uh, for the long term. So how I get a return on my investment from the pro staffer is by sending me that business. And, you know, rods don't last forever. I, I, you know, I've got ugly sticks out there that, you know, I know people think they're the best thing in the world because they, they've last forever, but I've got ugly sticks out there in 10 pieces. I've got ugly sticks out there that I've had since I was five years old that, that for whatever reason just won't break, but uh, rods wear out, um, you know, rod holders over time will probably wear out and get abused and, 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 and the coating will come off of them. So, um, you know, the, we've got to remember that there's 7 million cat fishermen in this industry. Uh, and, and I bet you that between the three companies here combined or four companies, we probably haven't scratched the surface of, of probably a million of that 7 million. Well, and that's exactly right. And, and uh, Cindy just pointed out that uh, Jason Burton had made a comment that how do companies feel about mentioning them in posts on Facebook if we're not sponsored? Again, if it helps me catch fish, I want to mention it. That is the perfect thing. For Absolutely. That it's, is the greatest and, and again, thing. We're watching too. Yeah. You know, I know Jason Burton. He, I think he, if he's the same guy I'm thinking about, he uses my stuff. I uh, got a crest liner. I, he's been using my stuff quite a while, and I think he wears one of my shirts. Uh, yeah, but, but we watch that kind of stuff. I mean, if you see, well, here, here's a for instance. I'll tell you, and this is kind of off scale a little bit, but it still has to do with sponsorship. I have been noticing, and pro staffing is not the only budget I have. I also have a, a, a buku of tournaments out there that always want products. Yep. Right? I've been watching this certain guy. Uh, for about a year and a half now, and he's really got some good ideas. He's energized, and I actually called him the other night and says, hey, look, I want to be a part of what you got going on. So, you know, we see what's going out there. Even if the guy is not sponsored, we still watch and, and see when the posts come up and, and we like it and things like that. So, 
that's just another team. Yeah, when, when somebody when, when somebody purchases a product from us and they post it uh, or they're using it, um, I'm I'm all over it. I'm watching it. I, I mean, yeah. I'm watching, seeing what they're doing. Uh, discover maybe perhaps they they they've got a a, a YouTube channel. Um, you know, pro staff doesn't mean that you just have to be doing tournaments. Pro right. staff means that, you know, you are an ambassador on, on a multiple of mediums. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's important. Un, unlike, unlike the, you know, everyone else here, you know, when I go out with a product, I like to have it, uh, like it to be a proprietary item. You know, rig wrap is patented or patent pending in many, many countries throughout the world. Uh, the easy slide, the same thing, and, and other products that we're developing are proprietary. So, you know, we don't have any competition. Our our objective is education. Um, most anglers know what a rod holder is. Most anglers obviously know what a, what a rod is, what makes a good rod holder, what makes a good rod. When somebody looks at a rig wrap, 90 percent of the time, an empty rig wrap is looked at. And is this for my dentures or birth control pills? They don't know what it is. <laughs> that's what I thought when I bought the first set at Academy. By the way, yeah, and that's you know that that's that's the problem for us is to educate people to what it is, and that's why you'll always see at tournament events a lot of rig wraps are being handed out. And if you look, it's funny, if you look when somebody receives it, they look at it and they're figuring out how to fit their dentures into it. They just don't get it until all of a sudden, you know, they, and at that point, they, 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 they absolutely love it. So, you know, our focus is education, certainly promotion, but education is, is, is our biggest uh, uh, objective. I, I, I'm looking at this post here from D2 Media Company. It says, so many people see the term pro staff and let it go to their head. Pro means promotional, not professional. The term should be ditched and the new term team member should be adopted in the industry. Well, I'm not sure team member is, is where we're looking for, but realistically, he's 100% correct on promotional uh because that's where the term originated from. Now, some of the guys are professional or professional-like or whatever, uh, but the term pro was coined originally from promotional, and it's worked into different facets of our sport. But the, the bass people did all that to us. That, that's exactly right. If bass wouldn't have come, we'd have something totally different. Yeah, that's right. And, and well, my, buddy, my buddy Crash has got a good one. They call him bro staff. Bro, right. I like that. That's cool as heck. Yeah. I like that. Now, something else about that, um, it is very misleading, but uh, I have said this before, and guides to me are professionals. They make their living fishing. Mm -hmm. Not so much them fishing as they do taking other people out. But at this point, I don't know anybody that tournament catfishes <laughs> They they make a living doing it. Uh, there's no one that has any more fun doing it than me, but I can't make a living fishing for catfish. I just can't do it. Now, uh, it, it's just not in my realm of reality, you know, uh, but I'm hoping at some time, and it may or may not happen during my lifetime, 
that that there is guys that can go to these tournaments and win enough money that they don't have to have a steady job. But they're not. They're still going to have to have guys that uh, helps them with products and helps them with boats and helps them with entry. They're, you've got to have that because I'm going to tell you, you guys know this as well as I do. It takes a lot of money to travel to these big tournaments all over the U.S. Well, that's what I say. I love the new guys coming in. You know, that they may not be what you want to call pro staff at this particular point, but they've got the drive and, and, and the heart and, right. and the passion to do this. And without them, we ain't really going to have nothing. That's right. You know, there's only a percentage of them that's going to still be here in six months, a year, two years from now. Um, so you just kind of got to you got to read people and, and see where they're headed with this. But a lot of folks, I mean, catfishing is really, really growing since I've got into it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, we, we love that. I love teaching guys, you know, how, how to do what I do. You know, I, I'm not saying I'm the best, but that's where my videos come in. You know, I, I kind of get people excited about it. And I get a lot, of, a lot of emails about, you know, hey, you got me into this. I ain't done this for years, but now I'm hardcore. Yep. So, Without those guys, you know, we, you know, we wouldn't be where we're at. That, that's exactly right. Now, now, fellas, all day we've been talking about a um, giveaway for our people that's in chat. John, do you think we're ready for that? Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. All right. When we started putting this show together, uh, John and I was doing some testing with with uh, his computer. He's he's actually using his son's computer. And uh, he come up with the idea of giving away one of the Warrior Cat bumping rods. So at this time, if you are watching the show and you are in the chat, Doc, get your get your eyes up, out. <laughs> we are going to take the person that is the tenth one to type "I want to win" will win a Warrior Cat bumping rod. What did you say, number ten? Number ten. Better be fast. Yeah, and that's a beautiful rod, John. Thank you. No, Eric, you got to do the whole thing. I want to no, know. It can't be just I want to win. It got to be the whole thing, right? No, just I want to win. Good Lord. Oh. <laughs> Man, this is as fast as a ticker tape here. <laughs> it looks like the stock market, don't it, Doc? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where do y'all see all this at? In the chat. Where do you find the chat at? There's a it's chat on box. YouTube. It's, it's on our YouTube channel. Oh, uh, okay. All right, right, let me go back. I'm not able to find it either. I've been looking. <laughs> been trying to pay attention. All right. So you say number number 10. 10. All right. Let me see if I can find it. Because Boy, you're going to have jumped, to really scroll up. Yeah. Somebody jumped in there as <laughs> you were talking. And what All they'll right, do is so there's one. Whoever the winner is, just have them message you their address, and I will send it out to them tomorrow. Two, three. Four, five, six. Good Lord, man. This is not easy. I've got... Uh, Cindy, who did you have? I had three names, three different times, three different people. I've got Joe Burkhart, maybe. I'll have to count again. All right. 
Okay, Matthew Drake, I, he was the first one that came in. That's one. Because when I hit it to go down, it, it drops down and I lose where I'm at. Eric Gary is two. Uh, Hennigan Girl is three. Tim Berger is four. Mark McCoy is five. James Dockery is six. Matt Marshall is seven. Zach Carey is eight. J Jason Burton is nine. And it looks like Joe Burkhart is number 10. There you go. Joe, if you will either message me your address and shipping information, or you can do Warrior Cat Rods on Facebook, either one. We'll get your bumping rod. He will ship it out tomorrow. Thank you guys for playing along with this. I told you you'd love this giveaway. It was going to be great. Hey, you all, go to all these sponsors and thank them for all these giveaways everybody gives everybody each week. They're it's, really good people. It, it is. It's a yeah. really cool deal. And, and uh, we was talking before the show, Glenn has helped us get the, the new look on the rig wrap wheel. It's so clean and nice, and we're very proud of it. It's been a really good deal for us. Well, gentlemen, can I make a suggestion? You can. Uh, I know we're into this show quite, you know, quite a while. Uh, we got 138 watching now. Why don't we open it up to just some Q and A instead of us talking and trying to entertain everybody? Sure, we can do that. What do you think? What you know, Steve, John? What do you think? I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm here. I'm down. No Astros playing tonight, so I can answer questions. That was a heck of a game last night. I It's one of the best I've ever seen. If you guys have any questions that you want to ask Steve or John or Glenn or myself or Doc, feel free to jump right in there with them, and uh, we'll try to answer as many and all of them as we can. And the, and the, we're running a, an hour and a half, but, you know, we still got 140 viewers, so uh, we'll try to answer anything we can. All right, here we go. Does anybody have a pro staffer who doesn't necessarily fish tournaments? Yes, I have a couple that don't fish tournaments. I have uh, a guide here in Texas that a lot of people don't know who he is, but uh, uh, I have um, several field staffers that are kayak fishermen that uh, target catfish from kayaks. They don't fish tournaments. Um, and yeah, yeah, I've got quite a few that don't. Okay. Uh, Steve, any idea how many YouTube videos you have made? I think I'm up around 200. Okay. I, I need to make more, but you know, I hope guys understand. I, I, I just bought a, a new facility, a 10,000 square foot building, and my business has boomed so much this year, I haven't had time to fish. And I had to, but with this new building, I'm gonna hire some people and hopefully get back out on, on the, the river and, and show some more videos. I do miss it. Gotcha. Uh, another question. Man, I just had it here. Uh, Steve, what happened to the meeting in Kentucky about the catfish industry? Well, to be honest with you, we had the meeting set for November 6th. The, the pay lakers and the commercial guys uh, felt like they needed to speak with uh, the commissioners as well. And I and Aaron and everybody fighting this thing uh, only thought, thought that was fair. You know, let them go in and speak in front of the, the catfish uh, or, or the, the, con the commissioners that's going to make the decision. 
uh, I, I don't see how they're going to I don't see how they're going to impress the commissioners myself because we as sportsmen are trying to preserve our natural resource. Those, those commercial fishermen and pay lakers are trying to, uh, you know, they're not really up on conservation. I hope I said that the right way, but we wanted to give uh, them a chance to speak in front of the commissioners as well. All right. What are your thoughts on YouTube sponsorships? YouTube sponsorships. I don't like them. You know, as far and now, how, how, what's he mean by that? I wonder. But I you know, there's a lot of guys that will email me and say, "Hey, I got this cool thing. Will you let, let's do a collaboration?" Uh, collabs with other uh, YouTubers are fine, but collabs with uh, products. I mean, I've got one uh, lady that sent me a cup that has a suction cup underneath of the. Uh, the cup, so when you put it down, you can knock it over around your computer, and it's fine. But she wanted me to use it on a boat, and it didn't work on a boat, so I didn't do the video. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll send you some rig yeah, I, Steve. I, I, I'll send you some rig wraps. You can do one on that. <laughs> if you've seen my tackle box, Glenn, and it's no, no, nothing against you or your rig wraps. It's a great product. I, I can see that, but I fish out of a Walmart bag, man. <laughs> I fit out a Walmart bag. I got my, my hooks and sinkers all in there, and I just tie when I need to tie. Brother, that, we're going to change that. I did that for years, but I'm going to tell you, anybody that was at the Possum Kingdom Catmasters tournament will tell you I was guarding my rig wrap box with my life. That's right. I heard there's a lot of trout lines down there that, that people were getting snagged on. Uh, we, never, we never snagged one, uh, but I did hear of a few. Really? Yeah. Steve, are you going to expand the colors of the rod holders? I really like the black and green one. That's coming from Zachary Pence. Well, that is going to go away the 15th of December. Uh, I'm going to have them available till the 15th of December, and then we'll probably – I'll come out with something new every year probably, but that green is a, a pain to dip, man, because that fluorescent colors are kind of transparent too. And you got to dip two or three times to make it look right. So the 15th of December, that's going away. Red and black is, is always going to be there, though. I, I like my green and black. Lynn yeah. loves it. Lynn loves them. So. Oh, they look cool. Yeah, they, I like them. They just they take a little more time to dip than other uh, ones, though. Uh, as companies with pro staffers, what is your biggest problem with pro staff and field staff? Them following through with what they promised to do for us. Yes, sir. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I would agree. Um, you know, it, it's making a lot of promises, and, and some of these guys, like Steve said, you may follow them for a couple of years. They still may drop off the planet after you send them product. Yeah, it, it, like we don't have a big requirement. I mean, all we ask our pro staff to do is certainly represent us well wherever they're at, whether they're a guide, whether they're a tournament angler, whether they're a seminar uh, uh, participant. But what we ask them to do is 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 post once a month with a photo or, or something, post a video once a quarter, and that's pretty much it. As long as they do that, we're good and represent the product in public uh, with respect and, and professionalism. Um, and when they can't just do that small of a, of a task, 
then you know really it doesn't it doesn't behoove us to keep keep the relationship well anglers that are respected and i'm not saying anybody in particular but even a joe blow that is coming up and down uh you know the the, the circuits it, as long as he's respected and people see stuff on his boat or if they see him using rig wrap or the warrior cat rods that that's what i'm looking for exposure exactly yeah. But in, in done in done in a professional, friendly, uh, respectful way, it, and I'm sure everybody would agree with that. Yes. And no no disrespect for the tournament anglers because I love to fish tournaments myself. But uh, I can tell you this: Warrior Cat Rods for 2018 will be focusing a lot more on the non-tournament related um, events as well because you know there's maybe what i don't know a couple thousand tournament anglers in the country uh you know there's seven million cat fishermen and if we're going to ever reach the conservation levels uh that we want we've got to get the message out to people that don't have boats people that don't fish tournaments and we've got to figure out a way to get those guys involved as well so i'm working on some things for 2018 uh to get those guys involved also um because i'll be honest with you i've got some field staffers that have uh, that don't fish tournaments that have outsold my product in some cases six to one over some of my tournament anglers. Um, you know, so there is definitely opportunities for any of you that are watching that are not tournament anglers to get involved as well. Um, and, and, you know, we're going to be working on some stuff and, and, you know, it's a little bit different uh, you know, I know Steve, you know, he's a rod holder company and, and most people, you know, he does have a bank rod holder as well. Uh, so, you know, there's there's ways to get people involved that aren't just tournament anglers. And I think if companies are focusing solely on tournament anglers, we're missing the boat. And uh, I kind of snapped to that about halfway through this year. And we're going to change some of that for 2018. And, and I can only speak for us. But Yeah, that's one of the reasons I started Captain Mad Jacks uh, last year. We I don't, I don't know if y'all realize this or not, but we had 58 bank fishing anglers come down to that event. In, in in sequence with the tournament guys and they came from seven different states so there, there's a there's an opportunity out there and not all those bank anglers are pay lakers and, and all that and I, I don't want you to think the pay lakers are bad i mean everybody loves to catch catfish uh but you know there's another problem with lack of places for the bank anglers to fish there might be some of the issues with so yeah concentrating only on the the uh uh, tournament guys is, is is okay, but there's a bigger market out there for for other things. There is, and I applaud you guys both for looking at that venue because I think the bank guys and and guys that pull up to the dock and get out and sit there when people are launching their boat and fish right there because that's their spot they have to fish for that day uh, is a great thing to do. Well, you know, I can just speak for myself, but my background is I'm a bank fisherman. I I grew up you know, fishing in boats as well. But, you know, I, my roots is I'm a bank fisherman. And, and to be honest with you, I'm down here in Texas. So I didn't know what a pay lake was uh, until I got into this industry and started realizing what it was. But the one thing I'm not going to do as a company is I'm not going to abandon my roots and abandon my bank fishermen that are fishing natural rivers uh, and lakes and, and targeting the same fish that we're going after 
in their natural environment and, and promoting conservation the same way. I grew up with a father that fortunately taught me to, to release every flathead I catch. Um, and why he did it for many years, I don't know. Um, you know, conservation wasn't a big thing when I was growing up, but uh, he just always did. So I've always had a respect for that. Uh, but we, we need to, as companies, figure out a way to get the other groups involved um, because you know, we, we've, got to, we've got to reach the masses if we ever want to be taken seriously from a conservation standpoint. Unfortunately, conservation is as much about money as it is about the resource. And I know Steve being there in Kentucky can attest to that. Yes, sir. You know, one of the things, too, that we look for, you know, I mean, obviously, <laughs> We're not going to, you know, fill our uh, our team team members all with tournament fishermen. I mean, we look at, um, you know, guide services. We look at people that have a talent for writing, that may be a freelance writer for various publications, whether it be online or print. We look for people who do seminars uh, at whether they be sportsman shows or the at the at their local Bass Pro Shop. Um, you know. Anything, you know, club members that uh, maybe head up a club. Uh, uh, there's a, a club in, in uh, uh, Carolina's, uh, Bottom Feeder Fishing Club. And Nick Jones uh, and his crew had that up. And Nick has been a real terrific ally and ambassador for Rig Wrap, not only for his club, but in general. So it's, 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 it's really every kind of um, outlet uh, that, that we look at, not just tournament anglers. <laughs> hey, and if you don't know what rig wrap is, go to warriorcattackle.com. <laughs> Shameless plug there. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a great product, and we all love them. And uh, uh, it doesn't matter if you are in your uh, a tournament angler or not, uh, it's it's just something that saves you time and money and time is money if you're a tournament fisherman actually but uh it's just a time saver and a convenience thing uh for us that uh, works out really well well you know i've been like i said before i've been in this a long time and i was excited to see glenn come in because what, what do you got for catfish rod holders rod line hooks fingers yep bumpers what else you got that's it this has helped the industry grow I think so. Absolutely. Well, you know, from 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 your from Steve from from your mouth to God's ears. I mean, it's it's an uphill battle every day, brother. Yeah, I guarantee it. I feel your you pain. Know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's it's you know, again, we just we just take what we we you know, I, I take what what I hear, what I see, what people are doing. Uh, we try to innovate as much as possible. You know, John and I have had conversations about different types of products and ideas. Uh, I've had that kind of conversation with a number of people. And, you know, I'm up till 3 o'clock in the morning probably three, three out of seven nights a week just on my computer designing things. Um, and, I, and I, you know, the, the end user, the, the catfish guys, the crappie guys, the bass guys, the walleye guys, the salmon guys, the striped guys, you know, we're not – you know, we're, we're meant to be for everybody. Right. So when, when I design something, try to come up with something, I've got to design for the masses. Um, like the easy sinker slide. 
you wouldn't believe the crap that I came up with before we finally got got to that. Um, I mean, it, it some of the contraptions were just stupid. <laughs> uh, Doc, it's time. Time to spin. The it is time to spin. People are asking. John. Pick me out a low number between one and five. We're going to spin that rig wrap wheel. Three. One. Two. Three. And the winner is Scott Lovelace. And here we go. I met that guy down at the Catfish Conference. Him and his family's a hoot. That's I really like that. Awesome. That conference is a is a great venue. It really is. Yeah, it's awesome to be able to meet guys, talk to on Facebook, and I mean Catfish Conference. If you guys haven't been, you need to go. All yeah. right, Scott. What you've won is a prize from Mississippi River Monsters, and that prize is an autographed hat by Bill Dance. And if you will contact Leslie Kelpatrick on facebook and tell her you won the prize on catfish weekly she will have her uncle bill autograph you a hat and send it to you now bear in mind that bill may not be in his office for a day or two or a week because he may be out filming he may be in there tomorrow it's hard to say because i don't have his schedule but they will get you a hat autographed from bill dance and they will ship it to you and thanks for watching and playing our game Yep. Hey, I, 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 got a, I got a secret for everybody regarding Bill Dance. You guys ready? Take a note here. If you want to get on the good side of Bill Dance, and this came directly from Leslie because I wanted to send him a thank you for some things he did, did for us. He loves Almond Joy candy bars. Oh, yeah. So do I. I sent, I sent him a whole case of Almond Joy candy bars. So if you want to get on the good side of Bill Dance, Almond Joy candy bars. Here if you want to get on the good side of Warrior Cat Rods, you can send me some Almond Joy as well. <laughs> yeah, Almond Joy, Snicker, Mounds. Uh, if you can find them, I like the Zag Nuts. They're just real hard to come up in our area, but I'll take any of that. I ain't supposed to have none of it, but I'll eat it all. And if you want to get on a good side of Rig Wrap, Belvedere Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all got our, our, our deals. Gentlemen, this has been a great show tonight. I think we have covered a lot of stuff. Uh, I thank each and every one of you so much for, for joining us. I know we've been going at it a while, uh, and we could probably go at it a longer while if we wanted to, but at some point we, we kind of have to stop, and maybe we can do this again in the future. I really appreciate it. Uh, John, if you have Anybody that you would like to thank or anything that you would like to tell the viewers tonight, please go ahead and do so. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to thank all my pro staffers, and I'm not going to sit here and name each one of them for the things that they do, because without our pro staffers, and that's what this show's about, we wouldn't be here, uh, especially being an, an infant company. Uh, you know, it, it's taken them to build us to the point we are. But most importantly, the customers. I know that looking at the chat, we've got a lot of customers out there. Uh, that are watching right now. Thank you guys because uh, we can have all the pro staff in the world, but if you guys aren't purchasing the products and, and supporting us, wearing our apparel, uh, using our rods, uh, we wouldn't be here. So 
thanks to everybody. Thanks to all the, the owners of the companies here on the panel, uh, guys that have welcomed me into the industry and, and made it a seamless transition. Thanks to Steve for Catfish Conference. That's been, uh, I mean, that, that has helped grow our company tremendously. So if you're a new company in the industry, you need to get to Catfish Conference and get your product in front of people. That's right. I don't John, we don't, we, we don't, we didn't welcome, John, we, we didn't welcome you. We just tolerate you. <laughs> stay in, stay on the show, folks. We're not done yet. Don't be running off. We still got stuff to do. Yes, we do. And Steve, I, I know that you're extremely busy with your new building and all the stuff that you do uh, and everything that you do for catfishing in general. Uh, from regulations to making a quality product. And thank you so much for spending an hour and a half with us here on Monday night. And I, I'm going to, to mention this uh, before I, I turn it over to you, but you and I talked earlier about a, another of, uh, thing coming up where we're going to have you back on the show and, and go over a, a completely different thing. Cause I knew tonight we was never going to get, right. get to that. And we're going to do a complete, a complete show on another venue with Steve here in the near future. We'll get a date when he's got a little time and we'll sit down and, and talk about some other stuff. And I promise you, you guys will really enjoy it. Awesome. But yeah, I'd like to thank all my, my pro staff guys that work so hard and the customers as well. But, and I hope I didn't make anybody bad tonight. I'm kind of a blunt fellow when I, and I'm old country boy, so I'm not, don't say the best words in the world, but you know, I appreciate all the new guys coming to the board. I mean, we need you guys, so don't get the wrong idea. Just know that we're watching, and your time will come. You know, and if you're doing the right stuff, uh, we're going to see you. And just approach us with, uh, you know, with with your your views, your goals, uh, how, where you say you're going to be in, in two or three years, and and we'll we'll try to make some things happen for you. That's exactly right. And thanks again, Steve, for everything you do. Thank Glenn, you. I I know. That you've struggled. That there's nobody besides me has had any more trouble with computers recently than you have. But thank you for getting in there and joining us tonight. Yeah, no, I'm working off my cell phone. But uh, you know, I want to <laughs> I want to thank everybody. Oh, I am. I, this is my cell phone. Um, but uh, I, I really want to thank uh, you know John and Steve and Lyle and Doc for allowing me to uh, participate with this, this great forum and. Uh, Certainly, all those that have listened in, um, it's uh, it's been an education for me to to listen to John, to listen to Steve and and, and Lyle to you, and 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 know and, and see the questions that come in and what people are thinking. So, uh, you know, thank you for the opportunity, and and certainly thank you everybody for your support with Rig Wrap. And if you haven't tried it, please do, Steve, please. <laughs> um, and um, you know, we'll. Uh, we just we'll just keep moving on. If you're and quite for if and if you've ordered in advance the easy slide, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's uh, just taking a little longer than than uh, usual, but uh, everybody's going to get there very soon. And they'll be available at WarriorCatTackle.com. They'll be available at Warrior, Warrior Cat Tackle too. All right, Doc. It's been a great show. Before we yeah. get on to your stuff. I would like to show everybody, this is a picture of my six-year-old grandson with his first deer. 
That a six or a eight? He didn't shoot that, did he? It's, a, it's actually a nine. Yes, he did right. shoot it with a 223, and it has three kicker points on the backside of an anchor or antler about that long. It was a great first-time deer. It was years before I was – I killed a lot of deer before I ever killed anything. Nearly close to that, and to be six years old and do it by himself, sitting beside his dad in the stand. Last yesterday morning, we drove over and took a look at it. It was awesome. So I just wanted to share that with everybody. Wow, proud grandfather. Do what? I said you're a proud grandfather. You should oh, yeah. be. That's great. Yeah, six years old. You no know, idea. We drove over there, and he come running out. You know, of course, I couldn't see the deer, and he was had it tied up in the in the building, and I was desperately racing around there trying to find it because I want to see it. I didn't know if he was even there. Not didn't care. I wanted to see what it looked like, and and uh, we're very proud of him. He's done an outstanding job. Hey, Doc. Yeah. What do you think? Just one last time. All right. Let's spin that wheel. John, have you picked a number tonight? I did. I picked last. Well, okay. Cindy, you pick us a number tonight. Three. Three it is. One. I guess we missed Steve. Two. I tried to get everybody. Three. Hey, this lady wins too much stuff. Nikita Duffield, you win again. We had a new sponsor join tonight before the show started, and this new sponsor is giving away a $10 gift card and free shipping on your purchase, and that is Bass and More Tackle in Owensboro, Kentucky. Nikita, if you will contact them, you can message Jim and Sheila through Facebook to their Bass and More page and tell them that you won on Catfish Weekly, and they will hook you up with your prize. And thanks so much for watching and playing our game. Good deal. That's uh, Jim sent me a message right before the show started. He says, you've got to get me on that prize wheel. I said, Jim, I'll, I'll make it happen. we we got to do it. I mean, it's Jim Sparks. I mean, you can't. You got to say yes. got to say yes. Doc, what do we have for Doc's tip of the night? Uh, Doc's tip for the night. Uh, the cold weather's starting to come in. Uh, when you guys pull your boats out, actually, I've got two of them. When you guys pull your boats out, and uh, you're putting your straps on, run that lower unit down, let that water drain out of that thing. You know, when you're traveling down the road on the way home, it will get pretty cold. And if, you know, that water's in there, it'll crack something. They're made out of aluminum. My second tip is now is the time to check your lower unit oil. Make sure it is not milky. If it's milky, it's got water in it. And when what happens when it gets really cold, that water is going to expand. And what's a lower unit running right now? About six grand, something like that. You know, take the time. If it is bad, take the time to change the seal, change that lower unit. I always change my oil right as winter's getting, starting to come up. That way, if I've got a problem, I can get it taken care of before the the fishing season when the tournament season starts you know i fish during the winter hopefully now the bank is uh cancer free we're going to get back out and do our uh, chasing uh, state record for west virginia again this year so 
we haven't been able to do it the last couple of years because he's been sick. So I'm looking forward to it. And that's Doc's tip for the night. I promise you one thing, Doc. Anybody that's ever seen a lower unit, and if them motors are tilted up, water will get in there. If they've ever seen one froze and cracked and see the heartache it causes you, they yeah. will only see it once. Yep. It well, I'm glad I'm in Texas. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. well, we all don't live in Texas. <laughs> it's going to be 85 this week. <laughs> we ain't going to see 85 for a few months, I don't think, are we, Doc? No, no. Uh -uh, no. <laughs> it was pretty nice today. It was in the 50s, but it hasn't been for the last few days. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. We had a great show tonight. Doc, have you got any tournament results or anything you want to go over? Yeah, I do. Uh, JKV Fall Championship, first place, Tom Petrowski and Henry Nefus, uh, 123.11 pounds. They also had a big fish, a 62.9-pound blue. Second, Keith Terrence and Charles Breedlove, 110.15. Third, Mike Greenwell and Jake McFarlane, 99.6. And fourth, Rod Claudefelder. And Heath Malone, 99.1. Awesome. Uh, Roland Flatties, Fall Brawl. This is Denver's Inn. Put this on first place. Joseph Gordon, Jimmy Samarco, uh, 102.15. Second, Eric Tustin, Trent and Louis Helwig, 99.25. Third, Tommy Byers, Jessica Kravinsky, big fish, uh, they had 88.45 pounds, and they also had the big fish, which was 37.65. Uh, I'm assuming that's a, a flathead. Uh, fourth, Joe and Megan Granada, 85.74 pounds. Ohio Hills Catfish Club Fish Off. First, Chris Rhodes and Chris Hatfield, 143 pounds. Uh, second, Tom Miller and Kenneth Kenny Craft, 121.8. Third, Chris Sauters and Larry Lang, 118.4. Uh, big fish was Chris Rhodes with a 51-pound blue cat. Second, uh, on the second big fish was uh, Zach Reed, which was a 32.8. Pound anglers of the year, Chris Sauters and Larry Lang. Uh, and if anybody's wanting to fish the Ohio River, they are having an open tournament. Uh, the November 4th, that's this Saturday, Portsmouth. Tom and Ken Miller are putting that on. Uh, SWS OCC Championship. This is Vince Nadosky's uh, group. Uh, first, uh, Willie and Stacy Smith, 62.4 pounds. Second, Tim Mulville and Grant Wilson and Shannon Dodson and John Baker. They tied with 61.8 pounds of fish. Tim and uh, Grant had the big fish, which was a 32.7 pound blue. And beating out Shannon and John's big fish was a 32.4 pound. So they were they were really tight there on those weights. Yes, they was. And one other tournament that's happening here in Ohio is on Hoover Reservoir. This is Amanda Johnson's uh, Flathead Blues. This is the last regular tournament for the year, and that's on Hoover Lake this coming Saturday. Awesome. And that's all I got, Lyle. 
Okay, I, I want to mention something. Uh, there will be a, a another qualifying event in Missouri for our national championship. Uh, Tim with All-American Catfish is working on that. He'll have the date posted up soon. So if you're not qualified, you're going to be in the area, you like to uh, message Tim. He'll give you all the specifics as soon as they come up. We're looking forward to this. It's going to be a great event. Uh, bunches of things going to be posted and a lot of new stuff happening with that coming up. Um, I can't think of anything else. I just want to say thank you to John and Glenn and Steve. It was great having you guys on the show. Uh, we don't have too many shows that go two hours nonstop. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> it is. And there was not a dull moment or a time lapse uh you know and you guys was the consummate professionals because if there it when you waited till someone was done and you was always ready with an answer or a comment and that made the show go so smoothly uh it was great having you guys on here tonight well appreciate you guys too y'all was a lot of fun yeah it was good to be on thanks for the invite guys yep. and don't forget folks we're gonna have we're gonna have steve on here we have a project that that he approached me about we was going to try to talk about it tonight that and i knew that it was just going to be uh i just didn't think we was going to have enough time and i'll get with steve and we'll get a date here in the near future you're going to enjoy this it's going to be a great thing and we'll have the right guy for the right information for this uh, when it when we make this happen you're really going to enjoy the show uh until next week Thanks for watching Catfish Weekly. We appreciate it so much. If you like our show, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Join Catfish Weekly on Facebook. It means a bunch. And we appreciate everything you do. Till next Monday night, see you later. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you guys.